What's up, my MS Jimmers? Welcome to Tuesdays with Trevor. <laughs> uh, thank you for being patient on uh, waiting for your Motivation Monday awesomeness uh, till Tuesday, so you can spend Tuesday with Trevor. Let me scoot this camera over a little bit so that light isn't directly in your eyeballs there. Um, let me move this over. So, uh, yeah, I had a good trip in Phoenix. It was awesome coming back and uh, hanging out with you guys. And uh, I just needed to get my mind right yesterday. Not like anything was wrong. I just, I needed to be with my family, to be honest with you. Like, I needed to spend some time with Misty. I needed to spend some time with my girls. I needed to just, I actually had the whole day to just be with my baby and hold her and take care of her whilst I was writing emails and talking to Ken and talking to my moderators and all that kind of stuff. And it wasn't like a juggling act. It was just, I was just flowing yesterday. And I was like, I just want to enjoy this and feel it. And uh, you know, I missed them. Like I was gone for five days and I missed my girls. And this time being gone, like it, it hit me pretty hard that I just, uh, I just love them and I appreciate them. And they add so much to my life. And when I'm away from my family, um, it leaves this void and this, this yearning to get back to them. So absence does make the heart grow fonder. And I, I feel the same way about you guys. Like I feel the same way about the MS gym. Like this isn't just my job. I didn't just decide, be like, oh look, there's a viable market. Let's go build a program for them and, and capitalize on people who were like suffering just so that I could make a business out of it. Like you guys are truly my passion, my vision, my family, and I love you. And I know that you love me back. And as you guys saw, or I, I got, I got a, a warrior card yesterday, a postcard from the MS gym that, uh, that we normally send out to our members. And I got one yesterday and it, it has our mantra on it from the MS gym and some words on the back were written that really made me emotional. And I felt super loved and I felt loved, but at the same time I felt empowered and strengthened by the loving words that were, that were written to me and by even the action of sending that to me meant so much. That one little five by seven card or whatever it is, five by seven or eight. Well, I don't know what, what the dimensions are. Like I, uh, I just felt like, I just felt it. And I, I love you guys and I thank you for that. So I also just, uh, today, today's talk is all about uh, being an MS warrior versus an MS warrior, an MS gym warrior versus just a regular old MS warrior. And uh, before I get into that talk, I have to let you know that I, I find inspiration in these, uh, in these talks, like through all parts of my life. And, and part of the, the driving factor through today, I wasn't expecting this to happen, but it's just kind of cool it did, is that my mom just texted me and she's at the oncologist for her cancer checkup. She had cancer in 2009 and 2010 and, and beat it. And she now is a nine year survivor. And I remember, and so good job to my mom, like, I love you. Like, you are one of the warriors in my life, and I'm super proud of you. And I'm, I'm proud through what you've thought, fought through, because my mom literally went through cancer from September of 09 through April of 2010, fought through it, lost her hair, went through chemo, went through radiation, went through surgery, only to get through it, get, like, ready to celebrate and then in August of 2010, so literally uh, like five months later, my, my father passed away. So her teammate and the one that she was fighting for died. And yet my mom still persevered on. 
She was shaken. She got jacked up. Her world got flipped on its face. But yet, after nine years, she's overcome that. And she is a, a warrior. But it wasn't always like that. Like, my mom was a warrior my whole life. I was raised in a culture of warriors. My mom was more outrightly a warrior. My dad was more of an intrinsic warrior. And both of them ended up in a diseased and illness state because of that worry in their body. But I gotta let my I gotta give my mom a shout out, like nine years. Nine years she has she has overcome the beast of breast cancer, and she was stage four. She almost died. And I truly believe that it's because of her faith, her strength, her straight-up stubbornness, and also the vision that she had of being a grandma and being a grandma for my dad, who so badly wanted to be a grandpa. She needed to be that awesome of a grandma for both of them. And I believe that that is what is driving her forward and what has driven her forward and what is, has driven her as a warrior and not a worrier and has overridden that and flipped it. And I want to talk to you guys about that today because I think it's very important that you, you avoid being in that worry state because it will destroy you and turn yourself into the peaceful warrior state that we spoke about last week. So last week we talked about the intrinsic battle that happens between our heart and our head. Last week we talked about the battle that happens with really thinking through and, 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 and moving from and being driven by your decided heart and telling your, your crazy doubting head to shut up and take a hike and obey. So when you're led by your decided heart versus your doubting mind, you become more successful. So today's principle that I want to talk to, to you about and distinction or number two or number nine on our countdown list is MS gym warriors are confident. MS warriors are confused. MS gym warriors are confident, and I'm going to tell you why. MS warriors are confused. So as you guys know, and as you have lived, the narrative for the MSer is not positive. It is not optimistic. It is not empowering. It is not encouraging. In fact, the MS, the MSer, all right, without any support system or anything else, leaves their diagnosis and leaves multiple medical appointments over and over and over with the words, you can't, you wouldn't, you won't, and you shouldn't. You can't get better. You won't improve. Or you can't, basically, you can't live the life that you want. You won't get better. And you really shouldn't even try. Because it may or may not work. BS. It does work. There are ways to counteract your MS. So oftentimes the MSer leaves their medical appointment, leaves their training appointment, leaves a family function, leaves times with friends, leaves a divorce court, leaves a child, or a child leaves them with the words, you can't, you won't, and you shouldn't, like literally pierced into their heart. Because let's face it, MSers, 
unless they're in a community like this, are told that they are basically broken. They are disabled. A lot of times they don't feel welcome anymore. They don't feel accepted anymore. They don't feel understood anymore. They don't feel like anybody sees them anymore except for their disability. They don't feel like they're seen as a person. They're only seen as a diagnosis or a condition. They don't feel normal. They don't feel love. And when I say the word love, <clears throat> you know, everybody thinks back and it's like 1970s, like peace and love, man. But honestly, like peace comes from love and confidence comes from love. To be confident and to be a peace-filled warrior, you need to feel loved. And that love needs to come from inside of you. And the love also, I feel that as much positive affirmation as you can give yourself, as much positive self-talk as you can give yourself, I feel that it is vitally necessary to have other people in your life that unconditionally love you. Because here, okay, so the narrative of MS is you can't, you won't, and you shouldn't. But love says you're welcome here. Love says I accept you for who you are, where you're at, and who you will become. Love says you are amazing. You, you make my life better because you're in it. And I want to make my life, I want to make your life better by being in yours. Love affirms. Love builds you up. Love tells you you can get better. Love tells you you will succeed. Love tells you you should try. You should believe. You should not give up. Love builds you and lifts you and elevates you. It does not tear you down. Love encourages you. Love equips you. Love tells you that it's going to be okay on your worst days. Love gives you the tools that you need to succeed. Whether it's a word, whether it's a program, whether it's just a text, whether it's a sticky note, whether it's a voicemail, whether it's a phone call, whether it's a little five by seven card. Love equips you with actions that ignite your soul and moves you forward knowing that you are confidently loved, you are unconditionally loved, and that no matter whether you step forward and succeed or step forward and brutally fail, it does not matter because you're welcome back in the same way you were when we first met. Love is home. Love is family. Love is your team. There are no conditions when true love is involved. And true love is the ultimate source of strength, confidence, and power in your life because you know that no matter how far, how hard, or how badly you fall, Someone is there with their arms underneath you to pick you up and be like, whoa, that was a rough one, dude, but you're okay. I got you. And even if you break, even if you cry, even if you are a blubbering mess on the floor 
doubting everything about your life, love sits there and says, I don't, I'm not giving up on you. So you may give up on you, but I'm not giving up on you today or tomorrow. I will pick you up. I will sit here with you in your ball of mess and I will wait for you to come out of it and I'm going to sit here with you and not let you go. I will never let you go. That is love. And to be that loved and to be that thought about and to be that valued, cherished, adored, appreciated, and I think I said valued, but valued gives you a confidence that is the most powerful force that you can experience as a human being. And unfortunately, a lot of MSers don't get that. But you, as the MS gymmers, do get that. And that's why we're on a mission to find those that are in their ball of mess on the floor. And we, as the MS, in, MS gym nation, are going to go find those balls of opportunity those balls of darkness, and we are going to shine our light on them and be like, I got you. You can keep your eyes closed. You can keep your feet paralyzed. You can keep your body limp, but I'm going to shine my, my hope ahead of us. I know the way. I'm going to carry you, pick you up, and trudge forward step by step with you because you are worth it to me. That is love, and that's what breeds confidence. So I want to expand on that a little bit. Like love is confidence. And that love that you need as a human being to fight through circumstances like living with a chronic illness and all of the crap that comes with it and all of the threat that comes with it physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, maritally, relationally, occupationally, and just self, cognitively can be massively challenging, massively defeating, massively difficult, massively overwhelming. And some days you just want to quit, give up, and stop. And when you're by yourself, isolated and alone, it is very easy to just do that. But when you have love around you, when you have people who believe in you around you, when you have coaches who believe in you, when you have friends and online relationships around you, when you have family around you and when you have a home to go to, here's what you get instead in your life. Love is characterized and people who are well-loved and confident are characterized by an overall sense, a deep-seated sense and action of trust. They trust the environment that they're in. They trust the community that they're in. They trust the leaders around them and they trust the strength in themselves. The second characteristic of someone who is well-loved and confidently loved is action. You see people take action. You see people take risks. You see people try. Whether, without, a, without a guarantee of success, you see them try. They trust and they believe that when they step forward, either they are going to get a victory or they are going to get or they are going to make a mistake, which is going to help teach them how to get closer to their next victory. So they become victory oriented. When you become victory oriented and it doesn't matter whether your next step is a success or a failure because you know that it is going to lead you toward your next victory, you start to build endurance. 
patient, confident, loving, trusting, strong endurance. Where you can walk day after day in victory, equally with defeat, getting hit in the face and getting lifted up in victory, and you still keep moving forward. So love and confidence build forward momentum. They build optimism. They build drive. They build motivation. And here's a really cool word, expectancy. You expect to get better. You expect for a program to work. You expect for a foot drop to work, but you also have the endurance to know that there is a little bit of a waiting game. But you're not gonna sit idly by and just wait and just do nothing. You wait, but you take action and you create effort, and, or you, you, you create effort and you take action as you expectantly wait with trust. And here's the cool part. You know what the currency of love is? You know what the driving force of love is and confidence is? Hope. Neuroplasticity, one of my teachers, Dr. Cobb, said it, and it was awesome. I saw it like last year. Neuroplasticity is the science of hope. Because neuroplasticity says that at any given point, things can change. You are not stuck with an MS brain. You are not stuck with a cancerous breast. You are not stuck with, with, a, with a, 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 an abused background, an abused mind. You are not stuck in an impoverished state. You are not stuck isolated and alone as a divorcee. Anything can change at any given point due to the power of the human brain. And neuroplasticity is the science of hope. MS Gym is the community of hope. Because if you look at the flip side, you guys, here's the flip side. So that all sounds well and good and light is happening, right? But think about the flip side. I'm going to give you a contrast. Confusion is driven by lies. The lies that you've been told are you can't, you won't, and you shouldn't. The lies that you've been told are you're not worthy, I don't want to stay, you're not valuable enough to stay, you are disabled, you're too much of a burden, this is not what I signed up for. So the characteristics of confusion and lies are doubt. Criticism. Complaining and arrogance. And you're like, what? I'll get to that in a sec. But lies, and the fuel of lies is fear. And a lot of times when you meet someone who complains, who's negative, who's skeptical, and who's cynical, jaded, that's a defense mechanism. Because their, their roots and their system are rotten with fear because here's the thing you guys is that if if you are are loved well and loved unconditionally that builds a confident hope inside of you and that confident hope gives you the audacity the audacity to say ms sucks i hate that i have to live with it but I believe that there's a purpose behind it to make my life better. The audacity to stand in the face of the MS community and be like, you know what? MS sucks its 
jacked my world up sideways, but because I know that I'm loved well, I have a confident hope inside of me that tells me that I know that deep in my heart, I listen to the voice in here and it tells me that there's a purpose behind it. And through difficulty, struggle, and victory, I am going to seek out that purpose. I'm going to accept my circumstances. I'm going to seek meaning. And I'm going to feed my soul on hope because hope is light and hope will show me the way forward where lies and confusion and hate and, and just bitterness and anger will only blind me and cloud my path. Because here's the thing, you guys, like lies, doubt, confusion, they blind you. They blind you. They spin you around in a fog and they do not let you see any way forward in any way out. They just remind you that you're in a prison. Confusion makes you resist your circumstances and hate them. They make you reject the idea that there's a purpose behind your suffering because how, how, could, how could that happen to me? And then the arrogance starts. When you are arrogant enough to sit there and be like, this doesn't work. You guys are fooling yourself. This exercise thing doesn't work. Coach T's full of crap. Like this dude's just taking you for a ride. He's just trying to make money. Like he's just feeding you a line of BS. Like I'm going to sit here, arms crossed, eyes crossed, legs crossed. Show me, prove it to me. And even if I do prove it to you, to the oh, 1200 victory stories we have, you're still going to sit there and repel any type of meaning in the fact that you may be suffering and that you could use your suffering and could use the circumstances to actually make your life better and make this count for something. Why would you suffer in vain when you could suffer on purpose? For a purpose, by a purpose, and then potentially use your suffering to help someone else who's way back here suffering way more just like you used to, or use that suffering and the victory over that suffering to become a hero to yourself, your family, to the community, and the people around you. Like, make your life count for something. Make your suffering count for something. Look at your enemy, be like, what you got? Spit in his face and be like, I'm going to use everything you throw at me against you. That's how we roll in here. Those are the people who are successful in here. Because I tell you what, you guys, like when you fear, when you wake up on a daily basis and you are, you are full of dread, dread, terror, in the realization or maybe just the perception, not even the realization, it is a false perception that your life has no meaning, has no purpose, and you are suffering just to suffer and life sucks, then your life will be full of fear and doubt and darkness on everything that you do. You will never get better. So with that said, like that intensity that you just felt is what I rage against. That darkness that I was just describing is what I rage against. And I experienced some of that this weekend, going through my training. We, we dove deep into our bodies and I found some proof that my neurologic attacks, my chronic neurologic Lyme, the parasites that have been thriving in my body, 
attacking my body, eroding my body, that I thought I had almost completely defeated are still very present. And I know I still have work to do. And one of my, and I had a breakdown and I, I, I started crying in the middle of class because there was this moment of gratitude and this moment of like grief at the same time because it brought me back to that point when I realized and I had foot drop and pain and dysfunction and swelling so bad that I realized my body was broken that I started bawling. But at the same point in my tears of grief, I had tears of gratitude because once again, I was reminded, God reminded me of why I do what I do, why or who I serve, why I serve, <laughs> the, why I serve the people that I do and why I get so, so fired up, passionate about this stuff. So instead of worrying that my disease was still present and could still take me out, I flipped it on its face, crushed it into the ground, had the MS Gym Warrior attitude and be like, cool, you just showed me what I need to attack next. You just showed me where I'm still weak. You just showed me what I need to focus on. Therefore, I, you just picked another fight with me. Let's go. Let's go. So that's how I roll. I have to go first before you guys. I have to suffer before you guys. I have to be reminded before you guys about how special this place is, how well we are doing in here, how strong we have to be to live like this, how amazing this community is, and how grateful my heart is that I have all of you. As a result of my body breaking down to the point where I could walk five minutes on a treadmill and then have to stop. When I was an elite, elite athlete all my life. My suffering, the reminder at one point in my life, I couldn't even really hold my baby daughter who was 12 pounds or hug my wife or type on my computer or even work on the patients that I, or clients that I couldn't hear on my own because my hands hurt so bad. I'm grateful for that. And yes, I'm on the other side of it, but I had, I had a, I had kind of a relapse this weekend. Like I, they, what stuff that we did triggered my foot drop this weekend and I couldn't put weight on my foot. It was stuck in dorsiflexion and feet turn in and I had foot drop again and it freaked me out, but then it also freed me out of the prison that I actually was still living in. And I'll explain more on that <clears throat> on a different day. But I just wanna encourage you guys today that you don't have to live in fear. You don't have to believe the lies. You don't have to let other people or yourself tell you that you cannot get better. Your diagnosis means nothing. It's just a starting point for what we do. That's all a diagnosis is. And bless the medical community for having their testing that they can tell us what's going on, but uh, there's not really an action plan after that. You have the action plan and it's the MS gym. You have the community, it's the MS gym. You have the family, that's the MS Gym. And for those of you that are blessed with an awesome, supportive family, friend, uh, you know, work, church, religious, whatever environment, like more power to you. But at the end of the day, if it was just you left alone, you always know you have a home here and you always know you can come into the MS Gym and be loved on at any time of day. <clears throat> Unconditionally. So I need you to, as I sign off, I, I need you to remember that MS Gym Warriors are confident because they are well-loved. MS Gym Warriors are confident because they are well-loved.
MS worriers are confused because they believe the lies. MS warriors are confused <clears throat> because they believe and they live in the lies. But they don't have to stay there. And even if you kind of go back there sometimes, it's nothing to feel bad about, condemn yourself about, or beat yourself up over because like, I, I've gone there too. I go there too. I still battle with this stuff, which is why I'm so like, passionate about this mindset stuff because as I grow and I, as I develop as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a coach, as a practitioner, as a parent, as a husband, and as just a human man walking around on this planet, living out his purpose that was given to me by God, as I walk all that stuff out, I have days of doubt. I have days of distraction. I have days of fear and lies. But I also know that I'm well-loved. I also know that I have a community I can turn to. I also know that I have people around me that even on my darkest days and my deepest valleys, I will have someone there to pick me up. Or if I put my hand up and say, help, I got a hand and I'm up. <clears throat> so I love you guys. And I don't want you to suffer. I don't want you, I want to, I, or I want you to suffer for good reason, but I don't want you to stay there. Because in the, I always say this, I love this quote, there's beauty in the breakdown. Thank you, Dido. <laughs> it was one of her songs, right? There's beauty in the breakdown. There's beauty in the breakdown. Every breakdown that you have, there's beauty in it if you choose to see it. If you choose to seek it, if you choose to look for it, if you choose to chase after it, there's beauty in the breakdown. It can be a beautiful thing. When your body is burnt to ashes and you get to rise again, it's something more powerful and beautiful than you thought you could ever become. So I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for waiting. And uh, I passionately, passionately am committed to you guys. And I want to give you the best because you deserve the best because you are the best. And I will, I will, I will say that about my MS Jimmers till the day that I am no longer on this planet and, and off into eternity. So you guys are amazing. I love you to pieces. Thank you for being here. I hope this helped. I'll talk to you later.